0: Welcome to the weekly Comic Web Old Time Radio Program podcast. We sell old time radio programs, Golden Age comics in PDF format, and we have other free podcasts. Visit comicweb.com for more information or find us on Facebook and iTunes. This week we are featuring an episode of Journey into Space. It is the first episode of their very long storyline called Operation Luna. It first aired in 1953. Journey into Space.
1: ABC presents Jet Morgan in Operation Luna. Over the 19th, 1965, in the Australian outback, many miles from the nearest town, stands the rocket ship that is about to carry Jet Morgan and his crew to the moon. Beside Jet, the captain, there are Stephen Mitchell, engineer, Lemmy Barnett, radio operator, and Doc Matthews. That's me. Already the scaffolding has been removed, and the ground crew have taken cover from the shattering rocket blast that is soon to send the moon ship on its way. Within the ship, outwardly calm and strapped to our couches, the four of us who are to make this momentous journey are anxiously waiting for our captain to launch us out into space.
2: Zero minus 45 seconds.
3: Hello, control. Stand by for firing.
2: Standing by and good luck, Luna.
3: Switch on recorder. Recorder on. Doc, gyros. Gyros. Okay, Mitch? Okay, Jet. Doc? Okay. Lemmy? Okay. I think. Stand by for count off. Don't anybody try to move. Don't even try to raise your head. Lemmy, lie down.
4: Oh, I'm only getting
3: comfortable. Lie flat and stay flat. Firing in 15 seconds. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4. Three, two, one, contact!
4: Jet, Jet, what's wrong? She's shaking like a leaf. Quiet, let me take oh, your breath. She, she's shaking herself to pieces. Height 6.8 miles,
2: velocity 3,750.
4: Oh, oh, what's happening? Jet, I, I can't move.
2: Zero plus 20, height 12.1 miles.
4: Oh 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 I can't stand it. Hang on, Lemmy. It won't last long. Oh, why did I ever come?
3: booster's paid out.
4: Oh! Stand by to jettison booster. Oh, I wouldn't go through that again for all the rice in China.
3: You'll be going through it again in just a few moments.
4: Oh, no. I'll be pushed right through this couch and out the other side. You all set, Mitch? Yes,
3: Jet. Doc? Ready. Okay, Doc. Booster, jettison switch. Stand by.
2: Jettison switch. Contact. Now. (laughs)
3: Hello control, booster stage jettisoned, standing by to cut in atomic motor, waiting for your signal over. Hello control, booster now jettisoned, waiting for your signal over. Hello control. Hello, what's up Jet? Well, they don't answer. Hello control. Hello. Lemme any idea what's wrong?
4: Well, according to the indicator, she's still working. But if you ask me, the shock when you blew the booster off, it must have smashed every valve in the ship. Radar's still working, Jet. Hello control. Hello!
3: We can't wait much longer, Jet. We're losing momentum every second. We won't make it. I'll give them one more try. If they don't answer, we'll have to use our own judgment. Hello, Control? Hello? Hello? Lemmy, switch yes. on the televiewer. Stern view. Televiewer, Stern view. On. Stand by to cutting the motor, Mitch. We'll give her full power. Don't overdo it, Jet. We can't afford the fuel. Now watch the tank gauges. We'll cut out as soon as the number one tank is empty. Are you ready? Ready. Then stand by. Everybody batten down. Okay, Jet. Atomic motor. Fire! Fire! I flat this is going to be unpleasant very unpleasant oh.
4: Sake. Ah. Ah. Oh. oh, oh, oh!
3: Is, is it over? Yes, Doc. Oh. For the time being, anyway. You all right? Oh. Yeah, I think so. Oh boy, we
1: must have hit fifteen Gs at least. Mitch, okay, I think I. Oh,
4: what's up, Mitch? Oh, I don't know. I, I feel like death. Yeah, lie still. Uh, Don't move. Lemmy? Okay, Jet. I'll think so anyway. We'd all better lie still for a
3: few minutes. Let's hope we've hit the right speed. We certainly won't be under. You didn't switch off soon enough and we used up a little of the reserve fuel. You think we might be going too fast then? Maybe, but there's nothing we can do about it yet. I'm sorry, but the acceleration was so great I thought I'd never press the switch. We must get through to control. Uh, Lemmy, if you feel fit enough, get up and get to work on that radio.
4: Yes, Jet. Oh, soon as you like. I'll Get going. Oh, oh. Here!
3: Oh, oh, oh,
4: oh, oh! Lemmy!
3: He's drifting up to the ceiling. Get, get, get me down! Help! Serves you right for getting off your bed without your boots on.
4: Well, all I did was bend down to pick him up, and I I shot straight up here. You should have held onto your couch. Can't you throw him up to me? Pull yourself down by the rail, Lemmy. Oh, 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 just to move makes me feel worse I. I feel just like a feather.
1: Well, you certainly don't weigh anymore.
4: Yeah, is it going to be
1: like this all the way to the moon? I'm afraid so, but you'll get used to it. Now, pull yourself down.
3: It's slowly. Like this? Yeah, that's it. Now, put your magnetised boots on, Lenny. Yeah. In fact, I think we'd all better put them on. Okay, Jim. Right. And keep them on. Keep them on at all times while zero gravity conditions last. What, you, you mean we even wear them when we sleep? <laughs> no, you can take them off then, but keep a good hold in your bunk while you do it or you'll go drifting up to the roof again. Uh, well... That's mine fixed.
1: Yeah. Well,
3: there's no trouble
1: standing. What's it like to walk, Doc? Oh, okay, feel a bit
3: um, light-headed. Try walking up the wall. I? Yes, go on, Doc, should be easy.
1: <laughs> hey, hey, how's that?
4: <laughs> if you could do that down on earth, you'd earn a fortune in a circus. Well, come
1: on, come on, try it. Come on,
3: Lemmy, we'll have a walk on the wall. Don't hang up there yeah. like that. No, I feel bad enough as it is. Hey, what about that radio? Yes,
4: cut out the fun and games.
3: Try and get that radio working. How are you feeling, Mitch? Not so good. The radar's still working. Well, that's something. At least we'll be able to calculate our height above Earth. Yes, but we can't depend on the radar. Not for the whole trip. We can depend on it for a few hours, yet. Well, for height, yes, but what about course? No, don't you worry, Mitch. Let me all get that radio going. You can bet on it. I hope so. (laughs) going 20 hours he's been at it and not a peep out of the darn radio oh take it easy mitch he's doing his best he's been working all this time with no sleep we should never have brought him he's psychologically unsuitable that's a matter of opinion but now he's here the least we can do is let him get on with it but why does he have to take so darn long doesn't he know every second is carrying us further and further away from the earth possibly to our deaths oh it's not that bad mitch we can figure our approximate speed and position if it comes to it We'll give Lemmy a couple of hours more. Yeah, what if he still hasn't got through to control? Well, we wait until our velocity has dropped to minimum and then turn the ship over and go back. Go back? Go back? This ship's not turning back. It's set out to land on the moon and it's going to do it. But if our speed is too high, we'll use up too much fuel during landing. We'll be on the moon, all right, but how do we get off again? We've got to take a chance. Oh, no, not that kind of chance. I'm not taking any unnecessary risks with the lives of this crew. If the radio isn't working within 48 hours, we're turning back. We are not turning back. Am I the captain of the ship or are you? Sure you are. As long as you carry out the job I hired you for, this ship is mine. I designed her, I built her, and she's going to the moon. One more word out of you, Mitch, and I'll put you under arrest. Ha! <laughs> oh, that's funny. That is. Go on, try it. Try it. Just try and lay a hand all on right, me. All right,
1: all right, Mitch. Jet, break it up. Come on. You're carrying on like a couple of fools. You stay kids. out of this,
3: Doc. If I want your advice, I'll ask for it. Now a... look, Jet. It for... seems we have a case of mutiny on our hands. Mutiny. Well, what else is it? now wait a minute jet i didn't all right all right we'll forget it but if i decide to go back we go back is that clear
4: I'm putting it all together again now mm-hmm. and, and hoping. Can I be of any help? Oh, yes, Doc. He can pass us a few things as I ask for them. But be careful. One touch and they go shooting all over the place. <laughs> Talk about light and airy like a fairy.
1: <laughs> okay, I'll be
4: careful. Then uh, hand us that for a start.
1: Yeah. Top. So.
4: Here, uh, how's the mutiny going?
1: Well, they seem to have forgotten it for the moment. And they're trying to work out our position. You think they'll do it? Hmm, I guess so. But it'll take a long time. Now, our real hope is you, Lemmy. Yeah. You and that radio.
4: What made Mitch flare up like that?
1: I don't know. Maybe the thought that he wouldn't get to the moon at all. Or maybe the cramped conditions and lack of gravity had something to do with it. Yeah must be some reason why two men perfectly stable on earth should jump at each other's throat less than 24 hours after leaving it just doesn't make sense i'm not
4: jumping at anybody's throat neither are you Uh, not yet you're not but watch it do you think we should turn back doc yes unless
1: you can get that radio working however much figuring we do up here lemmy we may overlook something we can't be sure our deductions are correct i think so too Jet was right. Mitch ought to have known better. Well, maybe. That still doesn't excuse Jet for losing his temper. No. Can they hear what we're saying? Mm, if they were
4: listening, they might. Uh, now, we'll try again. What do you think the chances are, Lemmy? I don't know. Three times I put this thing together, and each time she should have worked. Mm. And three times I've had to pull it to pieces again. Even the emergency cut-in circus don't work. I can't understand it. Makes me feel like I'm letting the ship down. Oh, Don't go getting to feel that way, Lemmy. Oh. Well, now, that's it. For the fourth time. Now, let's see if we get any current through her. Yes, it's there. Yes, we've made it. No, no, wait. Don't let's get too excited. We're not through to home yet. Oh, then give them a call, for goodness sake. Try to raise them, Lemmy. Hello, Control. Rocket ship Luna calling Control. If you love me and can hear me, let's hear from you. Over. Well, yeah. not a peep. They should be receiving us. There's bags of aerial current, oodles of it. They could hear us on Mars with this equipment. Hey, listen. What's that? I don't know. Oh, it gives you the creeps, doesn't it? Haven't you any idea what it is? It sounds like music, but like music I've never heard before. Hey, can I hear a a, a voice there? I don't know. I can't make it out. Uh, Jet, Mitch, come over here. Listen to this. Is the
3: radio working?
4: Well, kind of. Have you contacted Control? We tried to, but whether this is them or not, I, I don't know. Well, if it's not Control, then what is it? Search me. Are you
3: sure she's on the right frequency, Lemmy?
4: Yes, so far as I can tell. There's no reason why she should drift off. Not with them crystal stabilizers in there. Here, it's gone. Packed in again. Uh, try once more, Lemmy. Call them again. Hello, Earth. Hello, Control. Rocket ship Luna calling, trying to contact you. Can you hear us? Come in, please.
2: Hello, Luna. Oh. Can hear you. Strength 4.5. Hey, it's
4: them. It's them. We made it. Hello. Lem- oh, hello, this is Morgan.
3: Can you still hear me?
2: Hearing you loud
3: and clear? Oh, thank goodness.
2: We've been with you ever since... The- radio station on earth has been listening to you
3: I, You mean you've been hearing us all the time?
2: Except when Lemmy took the radio to pieces. Thank
3: goodness for
4: that.
2: Must be something wrong with your receiving circuit.
4: Well, beats me I couldn't find nothing wrong. Nothing
2: Well, you certainly seem okay now. We can give you all the information you require. Want to take it? Try
4: and stop us.
2: And here it comes. The time is now three hours, eleven minutes and fifty-four seconds, universal time Time from takeoff is zero plus 27 hours, 11 minutes, and 59 seconds. Your distance from Earth is 142,000 miles. Your speed is 4,200 miles per hour. Your position is as
3: follows. Well. well, that's more like it. Now we know where we are and what we're doing. There's no question of turning back now. According to control, we're on course and our speed is very nearly correct. We should reach the neutral gravitational point between Earth and Moon three Earth days from now. The Moon will then be only 23,600 miles away. Our speed will be only a few miles an hour, but enough to overcome the pull of the Earth entirely. From then on, we'll be falling towards the Moon's surface. If we were back on Earth, we'd drink to this. <laughs> Cold tea is all we have. <laughs> how about a cigarette, Doc? Do you think the oxygen supply could stand it? Yes, I think it might. Shall I get them, Jet? Yes, Doc. One each. And after that, we'll organize the watches. Four hours apiece. Now, I'll take first watch. The rest of you can get some sleep. You'll need it. We all need it. The toughest part of this trip is yet to come.
4: Hey, talk! Yeah, Lemmy. Push us up a banana, will you? <laughs> Lemmy, must
3: you always eat your meals upside down on the ceiling?
4: <laughs> what difference does it make? Food goes down, or should I say up just the same? Well,
3: it looks undignified.
4: It's a great idea to part this. Think of the room it saves. Anything more to eat, Lemmy? No, thanks, sir.
3: Okay, then push your
1: empties down. I'll storm away.
4: Here, how about a little after-dinner music? Oh, oh,
3: no, Lemmy, not that.
4: Well, we've got to do something to pass the time.
3: Why did I ever suggest that each member of the crew should be allowed to bring one small personal object with him? Well, I'm glad you did, Jet. Aren't you? Well, yes, but mouth organs should have been banned. Why couldn't he have brought a a book or something? Every man to his taste.
4: What was that? A meteor hit the
3: ship. Emergency stations.
4: Emergency! Inevitable eye upside down on the ceiling! Let me
3: get the spacesuits.
4: Don't panic, Jet. I'm on
3: the way. Air pressure constant. We don't seem to be losing any. The media bumper must have worked. Now well, that we'll find out. Meanwhile, get your spacesuits on just in case. Ah, here you are. Red for dock. Yep. Blue for Jet. Yellow permission. Oh, I would be green. Now, get into them. Don't fix your helmets yet, but carry them with you all the time. Air pressure's still constant. I don't think the cabin could have been damaged. Oh, that's a relief. And what about the fuel tanks? Uh, and the motor? I'll be checking you up in just a minute. Right? That's me, Set. get to the radio, Lemmy. Report this to control immediately. Yeah. Now, everybody else, check your indicator readings. See what damage there is. And somebody, turn off that buzzer, will you? Well, Doc? Yeah. Air supply okay. Oxygen supply okay. Fuel tanks and motor seem to be intact. No damage there as far as I can see.
4: Hello, Control. Luna calling. Hello, Luna. A meteor just hit us. Emergency They're procedures. now. Pe- somewhere. Yeah, but Stand we seem to be, be all right, Jim. Jim.
3: Look, off. By. we've just been hit by a meteor. He must have done something to us. But what? Well, how should I know? Somebody will have to go out there and look. What? What, out there? O- outside the
1: ship?
4: Into, into nothing?
1: I'll go. No, Mitch. This is my job. Besides, you're more important to the crew than me. I'll go. What, you... You, you mean there's a
4: uh, chance It'll that... It'll uh... be
1: the first time any man has ever been out there, in space, and I designed the suit he'll wear. Well, you tested it, didn't you? As far as was possible
3: on Earth, yes. But this is different. This is the real thing. Look, let's not start another argument. We'll draw for it. Well, fair enough. All agreed? Agreed. All right. uh, let me get one of the navigational tables. Yeah. Open it up, place it face down on the control table with your eyes shut. Right.
4: Okay, here it goes.
3: Uh, we'll guess the page number. Whoever gets nearest goes outside. OK? Uh, Mitch? 136. Doc? Uh,
4: 127. Lemmy? 149.
3: And I'll take, um, 155. Uh, what is it, Lemmy? 153. Then it's me. Stand by to open the airlock. Airlock. Contact. Full pressure. Open the hatch. Right, I'm going down. Fastening helmet, over to intercom. Helmet fastened. Okay, I'm ready. Close the hatch and exhaust the airlock. Suit now inflating. pressure of zero. Open the main door, Doc. I'm going out. Good heavens.
4: What is it, Jet? It's more beautiful than I ever dreamed. What, the door?
3: No, no, the stars. Millions of them. Literally millions. Now, leaving door and walking upside of ship. I'll make a complete circuit.
1: Um, how's the suit, Jet? Okay? Fine. How are the boots?
3: Perfect. Now hitching the safety lines. And walking towards nose. Any sign of where the meteor hit us? Not yet. Here, yeah. ask him if he can see the moon. One thing at a time, Lemmy. Finding where that meteor landed is more important. I found it! About 13 feet from the nose. Much damage, Jet? No, nothing to worry about. Must have been minute. Only a small area of the bumper is vaporized. Let's thank our lucky stars it wasn't a larger one. You must come out here, all of you. Come on. This is a sight you've got to see. We can't all go. Somebody must stay. Uh, look, I'll stay,
1: Mitch. You and Lemmy go. You sure, Doc? Yeah, yeah. Um, by way of compensation, you can let me be the first to step on the moon.
3: It's a deal, Doc. Now, if you wouldn't mind opening the airlock again, Lemmy and I will get started. What
4: a sight. Did you ever see so many stars? so many different colours. Yeah, and they don't twinkle like they do on Earth.
3: There's no atmosphere to make them twinkle.
4: So small they look, and, and bright. Chip, how fast are we going?
3: Uh, about uh, 2,000 miles an hour.
4: But we don't seem to be moving.
3: Oh, look at the moon, Lemmy. Even from here, you can begin to see the mountains and craters on her. How far off is she now? About
4: 100,000 miles. Oh, no distance at all. Company bus ride. Hey. Here. Here, Chet. We must be off course. Of course? How do you mean? Well, the moon's not in front of us. It's to one side.
3: She'll be there when we are. She's moving towards our rendezvous all the time. Hey, Jet, have you taken a look at the Earth yet? Hmm? You can make out the African continent quite easily. And the southern ice cap, the, the reflection is brilliant. Did you ever see anything
4: like it? Oh,
3: Mitch, if we never get to the moon, the trip was worth it just for this.
4: Jet... I'm going for a walk down under. See how things look from there. Now be sure your safety line is secure we don't want you drifting off. Don't worry, Jet Boy. Oh, if only Becky could see me now. She wouldn't know if I was on my head or my heels. No more than I do. Yeah, what's that? It's the funny music again. Hello. Hello! Jet! Jet!
3: Yourself together. I heard no music. All I heard was you screaming.
4: But I was calling you before that. Didn't you hear me? No. Jet, look, let's get back into the ship. I heard it, I'll tell you. I heard now, it.
3: Calm down, Lemmy. Stay where you are. Now don't attempt to re enter the ship
4: until I'm alongside you. I heard it, I'll tell you. The same kind of music we heard when I when I got the radio working. Only this time it was much louder. Like it was right inside me helmet. Oh, it was uncanny. It scared the living daylights out of me. It scares me now just to think of it. Lemmy,
3: if there had been any music, it must have been coming through your radio. And we'd have heard it too. But
4: there was, I'll tell you. I was calling you when it first came on. But you didn't hear me till it stopped. Lemmy, lie on your bunk. Get some sleep. Well, I don't need sleep. Yeah, You don't believe me, do you? None of you believe me. Now come and lie down. You believe me, don't you, Doc? You heard that music coming over the radio, didn't you? I wasn't out there, Lemmy. I was here in the ship.
3: What's happening to him, Mitch? What do you think's happening to him? I told you. He's unstable. A psychological misfit.
1: I've been listening to episode one of Journey Into Space with Andrew Foles as Jet Morgan, Alfie Bass as Lemmy, Guy Kingsley Pointer as Doc, and David Williams as Mitch. Other parts were played by John Cazabon. The orchestra was conducted by Van Phillips, who also composed the music. Journey Into Space was written and produced for the BBC by Charles Chilton.
0: Journey into Space was a science fiction serial radio program produced by the BBC and aired from 1953 to 1956. The program has three separate series, Journey to the Moon, sometimes called Operation Luna, The Red Planet, and The World in Peril. The plots deal with mankind traveling to the moon, exploring Mars, and stopping an impending Martian invasion. The series were written and produced by Charles Chilton, who went on to write a few novels based on the radio program. To keep audience interest up, he ended each program with a cliffhanger ending. The program really caught on in England, and a weekly comic strip, also written by Chilton, was published in the Express Weekly. Fans of the show include Stephen Hawking. This was the last radio program in England to have a greater audience than the newfangled television shows that were airing in the 1950s. The main cl- cast included Andrew Falds as Captain Andrew Jet Morgan, Guy Kingsley Pointer as Doc Matthews, The character of Stephen Mitchell was played by a few people, but mostly by Bruce Beebe, and Lemmy was also portrayed by a variety of actors, but mostly by David Kossoff. In addition to these four characters, the show employed a wide variety of roles including a time traveler, Jet's uncle, and assorted space control people. As was needed for a show that transported the listener to far-off worlds and introduced them to new landscapes and creatures, the music and sound effects played a significant role in the show. Van Phillips composed and conducted the music throughout the three series. The BBC used an in-house echo chamber for many of the sound effects, as well as all the other radio techniques learned over the previous decades. This was a fun, top-quality show that still has a following in England. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week.